Welcome and you're listening to a very special episode of the Keep the Change Money Mail podcast. Today we're going to be dialing in with somebody who is is in uh, a different a number of forms of debt and feeling a little bit out of control of it all and being stressed out by it. And we're going to look at a couple of potential solutions and and suggestions and really just have a conversation that I think is going to help a number of people out there that are in a similar situation, albeit yours will be unique to yourself. Uh, but just to get us to help understand how debt can impact us and, and the ways it can make us think. And hopefully we can all take some lessons from this conversation. I haven't done this before, so this is uh, me talking to a complete stranger. I'm about to dial them in. This is going to be very uh, different and unique, but I'm sure uh, we will get it get it rocking and uh, all learn something from it. So I will dial them now and hopefully pick up and we can rip into it. Hello. Hello. It is Luke Hello. calling. Good morning. Good morning. Thank you for uh, giving us your time and being willing to go through a bit of an example of what you've got on your plate. No worries. Takes, uh, takes is, is the word bravery or a bit of bravery? <laughs> <laughs> I'm better with numbers than I am with words, I'll tell you that much for free. And I'm probably the other way around. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, with our powers combined, we'll see how we go. So do you want to give us a bit of a background of um, you know, your current situation and uh, the types of debt that you find yourself in as well? Yep. So actually it's funny, today is actually the three-year anniversary of um, buying a lifestyle property wow. um, by myself. All right. <laughs> um, I was very, very lucky to have a significant deposit, which meant my mortgage is probably sitting at around 260000 at the moment. Um, earlier this year, I um, unfortunately had an injury and was off work and ACC did not come to the party. Um, and uh, at the moment, I owe my parents about $45,000. Um, I've got a $2,000 overdraft. I've got about one and a half grand on a visa card. Um, you know, whack a lot of things on afterpay. Um, I really live um, paycheck to paycheck and, you you know, it's a constant stress and worry. Um, I've got a lot of animals, including horses, which you might as well just take the $20 bill out of the ATM and just chuck it straight in their mouths. <laughs> <laughs> I can imagine. Uh, so it's just, it, it is that stress. And it's like, you know, through some difficult times, like um, I had to sell a couple of my horse saddles to... Um, you know, cover because you know when you're injured, um, you sort of assume that ACC will cover you, but not always the case. Um, you know, every time the bank said, "Do you want income protection?" I'm like, "No, nah, don't need that. I'm young." Yeah. Um, so you know, it is. It's a stress and it's a worry, and um, you know, just getting by really. Yeah. Um, and so it's that's a bit of a background of the situation. Oh, thank you for that. Now that's uh, yeah, paints a pretty big picture. That that's yeah, that would have been a huge shock when you got uh, injured and then all of a sudden you didn't have any income coming in by the sounds. I suppose you soaked up your sick leave and annual leave and things like that pretty quickly too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And what does the like? How much does this play on your mind as such? Like, is it like a daily thing you think about, or weekly, or like how how big's the stress for you? Every day, wow. every day. 
um, yeah. you know, and then it's you get, um, I think well, it was like my insurance renewal documents came through the other day and, and everything is, every every bill and everything is, is climbing and yet my financial situation isn't, you know, it's not like I'm getting a raise to match all these things. Um, you know, it's the, and it's the small things. It's like, you know, driving past the petrol station and diesel's now like a <laughs> dollar Sixty, yeah. you know, and you think, how can this be sustainable? And it is, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, you know, I, mean, I look around; it's really funny. I look around my house and I go, okay, what can I sell to pay this bill or this bill? Yeah. You know, it's it gets to that situation, and it is. It's a stress, you know, every single day. And it's probably only when I wake up in the morning for the first thirty seconds and oh, life is good, and then you go, oh shit. <laughs> yeah, wow. Yeah, that's uh, it's scary. And you're right; like costs are going up, and then if your income's staying the same, yeah, it starts to play in your mind as well. I'd, I like that piece where you said the you know you you know albeit you're probably selling some things you don't want to sell, but you've obviously found ways to get through through this time as well though, right? And and done some bit yeah. of hustling along the way. Yeah. Yeah, that that's cool. And what did do, do you just sell things on uh, Facebook, for instance, or trade me? Yeah, or, Facebook, yeah. Facebook, because obviously it's so quick. You know, people, you put something up and people generally, you know, snap stuff up pretty quickly. Yeah. Um, so you know, it's a good method of of selling things really I heard a good hack with the Facebook marketplace is when you go to sell something be careful not to because often you'll be like okay I need $300 so I'm going to try and sell this thing for around the $300 mark but often if you price things higher on marketplace people they're comparing them to other things that are listed on marketplace and they think okay well this one's listed for more it must be better quality and some people will actually pay uh, more for things because it's to them, they, they're buying what they want at the value that they put on it, not the value that we put on it. And when we're selling something to get out of debt or to, to cover a bill, usually we're thinking, right, I'll just accept anything to cover this bill. And that's and that keeps you happy. That's the outcome that you want. But mm. um, yeah, something for people to think about with that. And then, well, oh, you go. I was going to say, um, I have found with, with anything is that if you put it on for $100, someone will want to offer you 50 if you put it on for $200, someone might go, I'll give you 100 and therefore you get what you wanted yeah. in the first place. Yeah. Um, same, with horse, same with horses. It's, um, I've got one listed at the moment and, you know, I've put more on the price than I would accept because, uh, you know, everybody wants to negotiate. Nobody wants to pay the full asking price. Yeah. Yeah, and that's where mm-hmm. you've got to back yourself and get into that negotiation mode, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And... You say, so, you know, you're keen for some help. So what, what would help look like? Or what would it what would it feel like to, to be a bit more in control of this? I guess it's um, when, uh, you know, I, I didn't do math past fourth form at school. Um, and it's the, you know, it's the staring at the numbers and trying to figure out how to best, you know, move forward and get out of debt. That's you kind of, if you're not that way inclined, it's very easy just to sort of um, close your eyes and pretend it's not happening. Yeah. Um, and I think for me, it's having someone who's able to sort of, you know, go black and white, this is how you need to do this. And, and you know, it's very easy when there's a little bit of money in my account to go, oh, well, you know, I'll go buy a bottle of wine or you know, yeah. whereas oh, that money sure. probably would have been better put somewhere else. But I think when you when you're fearful of, of money and finances, it's, yeah, you just kind of shut your eyes. Yeah. So to have help in respect of someone sitting down and going, right, this is what you need to do, 
and trusting someone else's um, expertise really um, yeah. to, to get there. Yeah. Now that makes sense. That's that's so common. I hear that uh, a lot from different friends and and people through this keep the change journey talking about how um, because they don't like the numbers side of it, they don't then want to to look at it, and so you just keep putting it uh, putting it off and. Obviously, when we do that, things you know usually end up getting getting worse, right? But uh, yeah, I feel like with with money things, we can kind of get away with uh, you know with things getting out of control for a bit longer as well, and mm. and then they eventually come to a head. But do you know what the rates would be on those forms of debt? So your purple visa, like, do you know what the interest rate is on that? No, <laughs> that's that's all right. There's no there's no right or wrong answers here. I I know what my mortgage rates are, but to be honest with you, when I got the purple visa, it was to buy a what was it to buy like a, a washing machine, I think it was, because they had an interest free deal. Got it. And of course, you're like, sweet, I'll get that, and and then you pay it off, and then you start using it for something else, forgetting probably that there is actually a higher interest rate on. Yeah. post that deal that's how they suck you in they do they do <laughs> and and they're vicious like usually they're about 18 percent or something like that I, i'm not entirely sure so i could be being a bit rude to the purple visa team there but i think you know i've had a <laughs> q card previously and ended up uh you know looking at it going oh 15 percent interest rate wow and then mm. you overdraft you've got you say is, is that maxed out so is that at its limit yeah it's at its limit. yeah and that'd be do you know egan charged interest on that yeah, because I get, um, you know, I'll go on and find that, you know, $40 or something has been, you know, taken out as an interest. So right. you're like, oh, yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah, so that could be like yeah. 9 through to 15% or maybe. And then your parents, I'd imagine, they're, are they charging you interest or have they been kind to you? No, they've been very kind. Um, although I do get messages from my mum going, when are you going to put some money in our account? <laughs> <laughs> oh, we've all had those messages. Mm. <laughs> and then mortgage. So no, very... Oh, sorry. Mm. Yeah, and so, I was so say, thanks, parents. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the bank of mum and dad. Yeah, it is mm-hmm. very helpful. And then um, your your mortgage, I'd imagine, what you sort of like three, three, four percent for that. Um, I've got a really good mortgage broker who who sort of does that for me. However, and I don't understand this either. I just go with his expertise. Um, he's got one, two, three, four. My mortgage is split across five accounts with different interest rates. Okay. Um, I think my lowest is two point five five, and my highest is four percent. Um, and of course, um, you know, he contacted me a couple of weeks ago about the OCR, and um, you know that he's anticipating that rates will go up, and I should lock in, you know, these lower rates while I can. And you know, it's just kind of stuff that your brain goes, ah. Oh. Yeah, you're not interested. <laughs> okay, you do what you think's best. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Delegate yeah. it out. And mm. what what would the property be worth roughly if your mortgage is two sixty? Um, the property at the moment, the way that the market's going, I have been told I could get around nine hundred and something for it now, and I paid five sixty. Wow, three years ago. You've done pretty. You've done well. You know, to yeah, you've got uh, you know basically just over a, a quarter in terms of the mortgage there. So d- does that give you some comfort knowing that? You know the way an accounting brain like mine works. We look at uh, mm. what what someone's equity position is in a business or for a person, and basically your your assets are still a lot more than your liabilities. Does that give you any form of comfort, or you don't just don't think like that? Uh, yeah, no, it does. It does. Um, I guess the other flip side of the coin is that you think if you weren't able to make your mortgage payments, it's not like 
um, it's not like if the bank sold your house that you would get any, you know, just because it's worth more doesn't mean you're going to get, you know, because they would just want to get their money. I, get, yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm, I know that I'm asset rich, cash poor. Yeah. Um, so, you know, worst case scenario, if shit all hit the fan, um, yeah, there is that comfort in knowing that there is, um, you know, yeah. ability to yeah. cash up. But um, this, not you know, that that's what you want to do. No, and I think also it's it's quite scary. You know, people go, oh, you know, you should sell it. Cause and I just think, well, where would you go? Exactly, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and then you'd be paying like... back, back into the same sort of market, yeah. 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 So I guess your, your two priorities in terms of sorting out some of this debt would be that overdraft and that purple visa are probably the two that are costing you uh, the most and the causing most. you, yeah. you know, the most grief, right? Sounds like your parents mm. have been pretty, pretty reasonable. Um, yeah. Can you have vulnerable conversations about money with with them, or is that pretty tough? Uh, yeah, pretty tough. Yeah, um, I they, you know they always give me stick about you should be saving for a rainy day. You know we're not always going to be able to bail you out. Yeah, um, those kind of things. So it's it's um, yeah they don't know the amount of debt. I mean I've got a, a student loan still as well. Um, you know, just they, yeah. How much is I a student loan? I think it's now sitting at around twenty-five grand. Okay, and so you'll be paying um, towards that each paycheck because you're you'd have yeah. an income that would require that. Yep. Okay. Yeah. So it's about two hundred dollars a fortnight that goes to um, student loan. Pay that, and that's so. interest-free. So that's yeah, that's not costing you anything, which is which is ideal, and unless you would. Have... It's a shame you. It's a shame you can't like hit pause on it and then send that money to another. <laughs> yeah. Well, one of the things you, you contributing to KiwiSaver too, right? Yeah. And I don't like I'm not a big advocate for this, but like this is one of the thing that I did when I was in quite a bit of credit card debt is I mm-hmm. paused my KiwiSaver mm-hmm. and contributions and I used that money to pay down my uh my credit card mm-hmm. because I was just fixated on getting out of debt. But the, the downside to that is that you miss then your employer's contribution, you potentially miss the government contribution, and you miss the, the gains in that time as well. But if mm. you're getting charged, say, 18% on a purple visa, then you know you probably want to think that money in a short period of time is going to be better to, to pay down debt that's incurring an 18% cost than investing it and maybe getting a, a 5 to 10% return depending on how your KiwiSavers set up. Uh, but everyone would have a different opinion on that. But that's definitely, you know, that's something you could think about is whether you, for a, a period of time, take a, a KiwiSaver contribution holiday. and mm-hmm. But you have to be very disciplined to actually make sure that you use that money to pay down the debt. So I was just about to say. <laughs> yeah, it could be that with another bottle of wine by the sounds, yeah. Mm, the difficult, and this is where I find like my discipline is difficult because it's like if I, I have stopped my KiwiSaver before in terms of, you know, needing just to have that extra buffer of money, but the issue that I face and I need to own it is that, you know, I'll put that money towards the debt. So the overdraft, for example, that is my day-to-day account. So money comes in. And it's not like I've got this discipline to go, right, leave the money in there because I need the money. When I pay money into the purple visa, oh, look, I've got $150 I can spend. Yeah. So there's sort of, um, it's 
for me, like things like Afterpay and I, you know, personal loans and things, it's a set. It comes out and it goes into that account. Like it's not like you can um, take it back. Whereas with the overdraft and the visa, um, you put the money in and then you're like, oh look. Yeah. So what? I've got two hundred dollars. <laughs> what What you do there is ring the bank and say, "Hey, yeah. can I please reduce my overdraft limit?" Mm-hmm. And that's the the missing step. And that's you know they're not going to encourage that because they don't want that to happen, right? So yeah, I, I've learned that the hard way too. And that's what with that credit card I would do is that as soon as I got paid, I would pay down a portion of my credit card. And then the mm-hmm. next action was pick up the phone, call the bank, and say, "Hey." can I please decrease my credit card limit by $500 or, or whatever it was? And yeah. it's it's tiresome because it sucks ringing them having the same conversation. But what it allowed me to do is not spend that money again and end up just back in that situation. Because I think yeah. the problem with some of these debt solutions that we can get these days, like the, the purple visa and the overdraft and whatnot, is that we, we look at it as money that we've potentially got to spend. And usually... Yeah. You know, we'll, we'll end up spending it. And so what's an overdraft that, you know, gives you two grand of, of credit, all of a sudden you end up getting to that max limit and you just look at it as, okay, that's that's my, my bank balance is negative $2,000, not like, okay. Um, and then you just start living in that and, and then you all of a sudden you're negative 1500 but then you continue to spend the other 500 that's available and you just yeah. live, live there forever until you actually remove it in some way. So, yeah, I guess... A goal for you would be to to try and remove one of those forms of debt to start with, and probably start with the one that's costing you the highest right. amount of interest, which is probably the purple visa, um, and you know pay that down with any spare cash that you have, and and then get rid of it, uh, and then do the same thing for the overdraft. But what what you could do is speak to your mortgage advisor. And mm-hmm. tell him your situation and say, hey, is there any way to to refinance some of this debt, so this overdraft and this purple visa, and then be completely gone with it? It might get added to your mortgage at a at a lower rate, for instance, or he may have yeah. he or she may have another solution, um, and that that's going to be the fastest way for you to avoid those high interest rates on the the overdraft and the purple visa and then you just want to make sure that you never touch those products again effectively and i think even mm. with the afterpay like that's it's a great solution for us but it's it's just more of the same and it's just mm. purposed uh, in a different way where we think okay it's not really debt it's just uh, a set a set payment um but it's it's teaching us the same habit of okay we have it now don't necessarily mm. have to pay for it all and by the yeah. time we get three paydays down the road, like all the money down the road, all the money's gone again because it's paying off the things that we've done in the past. Yeah. Um, do Do you do anything when you get paid from your salary? Do you look at how much you get in and then what expenses you've got coming up? Kind of. I think it was like getting paid, uh, got paid this week, and then knowing like, okay, Monday coming, I've got uh, my home contents and vehicle insurance coming out. So I'm kind of like mentally going, okay, you need to leave 250 in the bank account. Um, but yeah, I'm not, 
I kind of am aware of the, the bigger payments, but then there's some other ones that sort of sneak up on you and then suddenly it's like, oh, crap, you know, I shouldn't have, I shouldn't have bought that or I shouldn't have done this. And, yeah. Um, yeah. I, <laughs> I'm pretty terrible when it comes in. <laughs> oh, bills paid. And then you're like, oh, I've got nothing left. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And so th- yeah. that's what you call living paycheck to paycheck, right? Is having nothing yeah. left. Yeah. 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 And do you, are you any good with spreadsheets or they're not your thing? No. <laughs> Hate them. Yeah. What about what about a piece of pen and paper and a few every time you got paid you wrote down at the top basically here's the income here's what I just got paid into my bank account and then you list out every expense that you've got coming up until that next payday. Is that fortnightly or monthly? Uh, fortnightly. Fortnightly, okay. Yeah. And so Yeah, does that does that make sense? You know where I was going with that? Yeah. Yeah, you know, and I a while ago I tried to um, use a just a printed calendar on my fridge um, because I thought if I spread the payments, by, you know, being paid twice monthly, um, I sort of thought, okay, if I could do half the bill payments one fortnight and half the other, so that you know it was never just one pay that you had to spend a lot of money and one pay you didn't. You know, I I did try and do that for a while, which was helpful, but then I kind of almost felt like the paydays that normally I didn't have any bills, I had more money to spend and by splitting it over the half of each, I kind of was like, oh, I've got nothing. Yeah. Which, you know, it's probably actually a good thing to know, but, um, you know, I fell out of that habit. Um, yeah. Which would be good to get back into. It sounds like a good idea. What What about, because I'd imagine that if you've got a, uh, a lifestyle block, you're going to have, um, you're going to have rates, you're going to have insurance, you're going to have power, you're going to have internet, um, what else? All sorts. The on, ongoing costs of, um, like, I had to fertilise my property um, a couple of weeks ago, you know, and the bill, that's going to be over $1,000, uh, which wow. I forgot. Yeah. I even have a farmlands card as well, which I forgot about that, which, um, you know, you put it on the farmlands card and then, yeah. you know, at some stage I have to pay that bill. So Yeah. And <laughs> that... Major, major costs. With lifestyle property, you know, apart from the house, you've got the land and everything that comes with it. With those, if we just look at the rates, insurance, power, uh, internet type, could you yeah. set up an automatic payment from your bank account that each week it it pays uh, basically a quarter of what the month's bill normally is, and then by the time you get to get the bill, you've, you're either sitting in, in a little bit of a credit or you're just behind, and then the next week pay next week's automatic payment usually pays that off before um, it, it becomes overdue as such. Yeah, I should do that actually. There's some of them, like the rates and stuff I have on it, they come out on a fortnightly um, basis. Um, yeah. But yeah, it would be a good idea to do that with, say, the internet and my phone and... Um, what else? Power. Power rates. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. you think about it, like that's what a bank does to us with a mortgage. They're like, right, oh, I'm going to pull this out of your bank account each month or, or each week or each fortnight. And they're, yeah. they're making it automatic. And they're doing that because they don't want us to forget to pay it, right? So an automatic yeah. payment can be a great way for us to um, use the same concept to ensure that we start to stay on top of all of those types of things and, and split them yeah. down week to week and, and make sure that we're, you know, not getting lumps and going, oh, well, I I didn't, uh, I can't afford to pay that because I've allocated my money elsewhere now or spent it on other things. If it's mm. automatically coming out of our account, we're, um, you know, we're not going to be able to do those things. 
So automatic payments for all of the utilities, um, and that's, uh, yeah, I'm sure you're, you're well-versed in the internet banking. You'll be able to set those up pretty easy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, cool. And, yeah, I, w- I would have a, a chat with your mortgage advisor and say, hey, this is my situation. Do I have any solutions for these these things? Mm-hmm. The, you know, they, they might not have any. The, the other potential solution you could look at for that purple visa is you might be able to go to your bank and say, hey, I've got this purple visa. It's costing me a fair bit of interest. Do you have a... Um, a balanced transfer credit card that I could move the debt over to and mm-hmm. and hopefully that's over like a 12-month period and that would mm-hmm. give you 12 months to pay off that purple visa and again, like the utilities, you'd want to set up an automatic payment and have that automatic payment decreasing the balance of that that balance uh, transferred credit card that's, that's now 0% interest. And so I could use the um the KiwiSaver, stop the KiwiSaver contributions and flick it over. Potentially, yeah. Like I mean the KiwiSaver I'd say suggest would be like a last resort, but if you um yeah, if you can maybe sell some things around the house as well that you don't need, or if you can find some other ways to bring in some income, or if you can start budgeting to have a little bit of extra cash there that you are chipping away at that debt where if you set it up as an automatic payment, it's going to decrease that that balance transfer credit card and you want to chop that thing up and make sure you don't use it because that's the trap people fall into as they mm. finance one credit card to another mm-hmm. and then they start paying it down but then they start using the credit card and then you're just back to this back to the start again. So you mm-hmm. want to you know, use it for, you're trying to move debt that's costing you money to a, a form where it's not costing you anything and then you're only paying the principal rather than the interest. So that could be something to explore as well with your bank. Like you can Google whatever bank you're with and go Westpac balance transfer credit card and it'll come up with what options and offers they've got. And I didn't even didn't even know about that. Is that something that the bank sort of are happy to it was, give to you or <laughs> it was pretty popular a while ago. Um but it, and it was used as a bit of a way for people to like move banks. But um, yeah, you you might you might be able to do it. I, like I I haven't done it for a while, but I did Google it recently to have a look if it still exists and if people are doing it and, and it can be done. Um, mm-hmm. But usually banks were using it as okay, you can finance your debt over to us, but you've got to um, you've got to move your banking over to us. But you know, most people don't want to do that. But there are some that offer your bank may potentially offer that you can finance it from a Q card or a Purple Visa or one of the, or a Gem Visa or something and finance it under the bank's lending. And mm-hmm. then they know that the debt sits with them and then you know, you might fall into your old habits and start using the credit card again and they're going to make their money. But we want to be smarter than that, chop the thing up, make sure we don't use it and and basically use it to our advantage rather than to their advantage. Yeah. The Yeah, I guess the the other thing would be to, to speak to your parents. Um, I know it's hard and we're all probably the same because we feel that sense of, of embarrassment almost or whatever emotion it is for each of us individually. It can be different, but perhaps just say, hey, look, I'm focusing on paying off some of this debt um, and that's that's costing me a bit of interest. Do you, do you understand? And you know, hopefully they do. And yeah. yeah, then make a commitment to when you can start paying, paying them some money. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think... 
what's going to be important for you is to get in control of all of those expenses that you've got because it sounds like with the the property you've got there's obviously so many and are so lumpy that you want to find ways that you can get in control of them and and start um you know setting up automatic payments for instance to to start taking some of the control back yeah because that's you know it's not a good place to be for anybody waking up and then within sort of a minute thinking about your money and and being worried about that stuff right yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm sure plenty listening uh, can relate, and you know, I've definitely, I've definitely driven to work some Mondays, being like, "Wow, I'm working for free this week due to my actions Ooh. on the weekend." <laughs> <laughs> um, so you know, it's 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 not uncommon, but we want to do things that are going to slowly help us get back the momentum and get back the control of the finances, so that we can remove the worry. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, um, right. What else is there? I guess. Yeah. What What other animals do you have? Is it horses and different things on the lifestyle block? Um, I have chickens, and then I have um, now I've got three cats. I had two, and a, um, a feral kitten showed up. Oh. Um, in about April, I think it was. So now I've got three. Yeah. Um, wow. <laughs> I did have some goats. I got rid of the goats because they were just a pain in the ass. Um, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, but yeah, mostly mo- the biggest the biggest costs will probably are the horses and um, of course cats. I've got to get the the kitten spayed um, this week coming. So just yeah, just additional costs. Yeah, you know the, every time you call the vet, thankfully at the moment, um, touch wood, nobody's <laughs> got a vet bill. Um, but you know you you have the farrier who comes out every six weeks, and then, you know that can be anywhere from two hundred and fifty to five hundred bucks. Um, wow. Yeah, you know, I do have I do have insurance for the horses, um, just in case. But yeah, just you know, and that's the hard thing. It's like I'd probably be rich if I didn't have horses. Well, I was that's I mean, look, that's where I was going, and I knew this is going to be a touchy subject. But <laughs> sometimes we have to sacrifice the things that uh, you know we we can't necessarily have right now that we haven't earned um, for the ability mm-hmm. to have them at some stage, and whether that's you know a bit of short term pain that you. You accept that if you if you removed those horses, I don't know how many you've got, but you know even if it's half of them or, or you know all of them, you know depending on how how bad you want it or how much they bring to your life, and whether mm-hmm. you go right actually for the next two years, I need to accept that I you know I I, I these aren't going to serve me well, and that I've got other priorities, and that you look to um, you know have that at a later stage or, or the next chapter of your life once you've got on top of some of these things? Mm. Yeah, I definitely need to reduce the number. I um, I own six. Oh, wow. Okay, okay. Yeah. We, could, <laughs> we, we might be able to sell one of those and clear off this uh, purple visa, do you think? Yeah, well, I mean, I, as I said, I've got, I actually have got one um, for sale at the moment um, and um, just dropped the price on it and um, had a couple of inquiries, so I'm trying to work through that. But, yeah, nice. definitely too many. Yeah. Um, it is quite hard to sell your pets. Yeah. Oh, no doubt. <laughs> but yeah, definitely, um, definitely, they are a big cost. I guess for me, um, my life, you know, is is horses. So um, I have to kind of balance the fact that if I didn't have them, I'd be a little bit lost in life. Got it. Um, so they are a, you know, they are a full time passion. So I think. 
uh, reducing numbers is definitely on the cards. Um, yeah. Not letting them go altogether. Because um, then what would be the point in living on a lifestyle block without them? Got it. What what would yeah. what would uh, the enjoyment factor that horses bring to your life be if you had three versus if you had six? It would be much better. Um, I I know even time wise, um, you know, it, having less is better. It's just um, I fell into a very naughty habit of collecting. <laughs> <laughs> they're bloody. They're, they they're just too enchanting, aren't they? They'll get you. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I definitely need to do. It's just it's getting getting a head wrapped around it. And I know I know when I have less, it will be more money in my bank account. It will be less stress. Um, you know, less expenditure. Yeah. So, um, just trying to suck it up and do it. Nice. What when you say suck it up and do it, what does that look like? What do you actually have to do to do it? Um, actually have to make a conscious effort. Like you know, I have with this this one particular one I'm selling. She's on trade me. Um. You know, sharing it on Facebook, saying you know someone needs this. But I think sometimes also sucking up the loss. Um, you know, maybe maybe dropping the price so that um, you know they go quicker because yep. every day that they're with you, they still cost money. So, yeah. What What does a horse yeah. sell for? Ooh, um, anywhere from you know a few hundred dollars right through to hundred and fifty thousand. Um, wow. I stupidly paid fifteen grand for one. Um, couple of years ago, yeah. Um, and the one I've got on the moment, she was eight grand. I've dropped her to six. Um, so yeah, it really depends on the horse. So this six um, grand, this will be just straight money in your pocket that you'll be able to use to clear some of this debt. It would be, yeah. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> yeah. You know yeah. that would be. Say this one sold for six grand. Like this has got mm. my brain going. You know, would get rid of that overdraft, would get rid of the purple visa, and then yeah. I think, you know, what you might want to do is go and like. You know, really set up each of those. Get get up to date with everything. You know, rates, insurance, power, like internet, like every bill you've got. Set up those automatic payments, and you've got a, a little buffer sitting there as well that'll start. You know, getting chewed away by those automatic payments. Um, yeah, and and then, and then it's on to to sale potentially of horse number two and number three, and you're going to be getting in control of this stuff pretty quickly. It's just whether you need to maybe do do an exercise like journaling or writing the pros and cons for yourself of um of actually selling them and, and getting yourself emotionally ready to 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 let them go right because i'd imagine that would be quite tough for you mm. yeah. yeah i keep trying to win a lot on it hasn't happened yet <laughs> <laughs> oh, i think there's about five million new zealanders that are in the same boat so uh, the same in the same boat, yeah. yeah but interestingly yeah. if you win lotto like what happens for a lot of people is that the money ends up going as well because uh i'd imagine you'll probably end up getting 60 horses uh <laughs> 10 times bigger property and pay your olds back and say right you can come and live with me as well if you want and you might want to get rid of that farmland's card but yeah so we usually end up finding ways to to, to get rid of it so often a large sum of money isn't isn't the solution and that's probably something to be mindful of if you were to sell these horses in quick succession is all of a sudden you could find yourself with say you know 10 to 12 grand say in your bank account and you're going mm. oh what can I spend that on bingo <laughs> yeah so be very very careful of that and go I know exactly what I'm going to spend this on get rid of that debt to start with that's costing you money and, and and that's going to save you further money as well. This, this is going to have a multiplier effect and, and actually have like an exponential effect, I'd imagine, for 
you being able to uh, get in control of your finances and and probably your time and, and happiness a little bit as well and, and your worry. So, yeah. It's worth finding that discipline because I think probably like a lot of people, um, paying off debt isn't isn't fun. No, it so sucks. It doesn't boring. have the same thrill as, you know, going, oh, I could, you know, go and do this, this. So yeah. it's having that mindset that, you know, yeah, it's not fun, but um, I suppose, as you say, it's not then waking up the next morning going, oh, should I just... 10 grand on a new car or something and then you know I should have put that on the debt yeah um, so and, and that, that's where if you ring and say to a bank like hey I've just paid uh, $400 off my overdraft can you please decrease it I don't want to be able to spend that it needs to go from yeah. 2 grand to, to $1,600 they oh, oh okay okay and they do it yeah. and you do get a little of that bit of that dopamine uh, hit of okay um that, that was a bit of a thrill because it's a form of progress and humans love progress. When we yeah. put money on a credit card, like transfer it onto it, we're like, oh, well, that sucked. I've now got, well, now I've got 500 bucks of credit effectively from my maxed out credit card to, to 1500 But it's, you haven't really feel like you've made any progress because you've just decreased it, but you know internally I'm probably going to spend that anyway. But if you mm. remove that and actually go, right, that ability is gone. You you can make a form of progress, and your your brain will like that. So, a little uh, tip for for people listening there. Um, yeah, H- has that been helpful for you? Yeah, I think it, I, I think it has. And I know it sounds so stupid, but it's like just a simple direction. Um, you, you know, opening my eyes a little bit and thinking like, you know, when I when I get off the phone to you, like I'm going to. Um, go and put my bank in terms of a balance transfer. Um, didn't even I'd heard that terminology, but yeah. hadn't even given any thought to it. Um, going and setting up automatic payments. You know, when I go back to work on Monday, I'll ask to um, you know stop my KiwiSaver. In the meantime, I've actually got a really healthy balance for that. I didn't use it to buy my property, so I'm not too concerned at stopping it at this present time. That's an aggressive fifty. 50% aggressive, 50% moderate. That's not quite right terminology. Yeah, no, that's probably about right. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I think it's talking it's talking it through with someone. It's just because, as you say, you can just switch your brain off and pretend that, you know, and each day kind of go, oh, shit, I've got this bill to pay today and, and live in the here and, you know, living for the day to day. But by doing these simple things, probably actually will help make that progress. Yeah, awesome. Yeah. Okay, and yeah. so. That's good that you've got some actions there. So we've got auto, uh, the auto payments um, and then weekly. The, yep, the weekly set up of those. We've got the balance transfer to investigate that. I'd say talk to the mortgage broker as well because they might have solutions that you know they're going to identify for you with a, a longer history of, of dealing with you than you know, us just yep. thrashing around some ideas. Um, yep. We didn't put on there, but I feel like we need to selling selling one of these horses or hoping that that happens or, or taking, you know, maybe reaching out to some people that could be interested or what can we do to move that forward a little bit further um, rather than just hoping that someone comes across it and, and purchases and we're thinking, okay, maybe it's the um, it's the price. Maybe could you could you find a Facebook group, for instance, where people are, you know, active in that space and say, hey, um, just wanted to, you know, let, let anybody know that I've got this amazing... Uh, animal here for for sale uh, if you want any more information or if you want to come and see he or she you know something like that and then what what can you do to, to get further in control of that yeah 
Cool. Yeah, I just with the Kiwi stuff, I just want to be like very clear, be very, very careful if that is a solution you do do that you remember to, to turn that back on once it, it serves you well again. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, because it, the danger is if you if you get that, <clears throat> excuse me, that three percent of Kiwi Saver, but you don't use it for the right purposes, it, it does it has a big opportunity cost of what that money could mean to you in your retirement or at a later date. So. Yeah. Um, just just be mindful that that's a it's a a quick solution, but it's not necessarily uh, a cheap one in the long term. No, and I, I have done it before. I think you know they do it in sort of three month um, blocks where you have to actually reapply. Yeah. Okay. Um, so um, I have found you know I've done a, a holiday and then it's kicked back in at some stage. So um, yeah, I don't I, either that or it's just because I've chosen three months, not indefinitely. Yeah, um, yeah, I think I think you might yeah. be able to go longer as well. But yeah, I mean, if you were to sell one of these horses, say you might not actually need to do it. But I mean, it's a, it's yeah. an it's an option there that's there anyway. But it's good that you've got some actions. And I think what you said about you know talking it through it's so uh, so important, right? And that's often the problem with these things that are stressing us out, or these problems, or these situations that we're facing, is that we we just want to you know deal with them on their own, right? And I remember with. My credit card, for instance, it wasn't until I actually reached out to my brother and uh, and like admitted to him and was like, mate, this is a situation I've got myself in. Um, and it was just felt so much better on the other side being like, oh, okay, like I've got that off my chest a little bit and I've got I've got a bit of a way forward now. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's very but, easy just to sort of think about things in isolation and not involve anyone else and not have that clarity so I, I think actually just you know these simple suggestions that you've given me is actually you know giving me a little bit of hope that I can get on top of it awesome I think you will and I think it's important to remember to to zoom out too right because we get um we get trapped in like overdraft purple visa student loan um, appearance of yeah. message me today and then this bill's turned up in this farmland's car bill and stuff and we're like hang on you know your your value of your property is still appreciating you're still you know you're earning you're, you're learning, you're, you're trying to change things, you're trying to get into a better position, you just, you know, got to get through um, the rut of it as such and, and, and you know, it's still it's still all good and, and we're moving forward. Yeah. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for your time and your vulnerability as well. I think that is going to help uh, a huge amount of people because I'd imagine there'll be so many people in a, in a similar situation and uh, I did get quite a few emails yesterday with people saying, Hey, look, I've I've got this going on and different things, and and I think your situation just had a number of different examples that we could get into. So so thank you so much for your time, especially on a, a Saturday morning. Those horses are probably <laughs> screaming out for you, wondering where you are, and you're on the phone to some stranger talking about finances instead. <laughs> well, no, look, I really appreciate it. I mean, it you know I wasn't really sure quite what you might have, um, you know, suggestion wise, but actually. They're really easy things that I can, you know, actually even on a Saturday morning, I can, you know, yeah. sit down and do a bit of an, a research and investigation. And I think um, it's just giving me a little bit of peace, actually. Well, that's good. Um, awesome. It's not insurmountable. No. Well, we'd love to keep in touch and, and uh, hear of your progress as well and might give you a bit of accountability to see uh, what what you've been doing. So I might put something in my calendar to, to reach out to you and see how you're getting on, make sure you're not forgotten. So... Uh, cool. we'll, we'll be on your tail and we'll report back to the other Keep the Change readers as well. That's awesome. Thanks, Luke. No worries. All right. Enjoy your weekend and take care. You too. Cheers. Cheers. Bye-bye. Bye. Well, there we go. That was uh, an absolutely 
insightful start to our weekend. Um, I'll get this out yeah, as soon as I can. Obviously, you'll be, you'll be now listening, but wow, there is some really cool stuff in there. I hope that uh, this person goes away and takes some action on uh, some of those suggestions there because, of course, action is the, the thing that trumps all of the, the thinking and the ideas and the talking. Really, really cool there that she could identify that just talking it through too is very, very beneficial and that's something we should all never forget that actually processing the things that we're thinking about with either someone else or even just writing them down and getting them out of our brain and and getting some clarity around those thoughts are so powerful and so so strong so even if um, you know you're listening to this and you're in a bit of a different situation just start by listing out what debt you've got what what interest rates uh, each of those are at when potentially you need to pay those things back by what all your income and your own expenses are, some ways, some creative ways that you could start to decrease those. And we just want to try and take the power back and get back in control of debt because otherwise it starts to control us. I'll do another episode of some basics and some other uh, emails that have come through and share some suggestions as well. But that's been an absolute ripper. Thanks for tuning in. Love to hear your feedback. Luke at keepthechange.co.nz.